The Productive Woman, Episode 81. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you for joining me. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about a few key productivity principles and the tools I use for each. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 81. This episode is brought to you by Nosby, the productivity tool that's designed to help you simply get things done. Nosby, of course, is a task management, project management tool, and I've used it and recommended it for at least the past year or so. So it was a no-brainer for me when I was asked whether I'd like to have Nosby as a sponsor of The Productive Woman. Absolutely. Uh, I'm especially excited about a special offer that Nosby's made. The Productive Woman listeners can get a free 30-day trial of Nosby's Pro Edition by visiting nosby.com woman and a discount if you decide to continue with the Pro version after the trial expires. I'll tell a little more about that in just a moment. In the crowded field of digital task managers, Nosby has really jumped to the top for me. I I love it for a lot of reasons. I use it for a lot of reasons. It's, for one thing, accessible from every platform I need to use, and it syncs quickly and securely among devices. So when I change something in Nosby on my phone, it's immediately available to me on my computer. I like its flexibility. It, It can be as simple or as robust as I need it to be, and it offers me a variety of ways to view my project and and tasks. So it works with the way I think. That's really important to me. The look and the function of the interface on my computer and my mobile devices really appeals to me. I just like the way it looks. I like the way it works. It basically helps me keep track of my projects and tasks so nothing slips through the cracks. And for any busy person, man or woman, that's critical. It, of course, integrates with services like Evernote, Dropbox, Box, and Google Drive, which lets me attach, for instance, Evernote notes or files from my, you know, from Dropbox to a task within Nosby so that when I go to do that task, the documents I need or the files I need, everything is right there at my fingertips. They offer a really great set of um, short video tutorials on the website or right there in the app that show you the many ways you can put Nosby to work to help you simply get things done. It includes um, information and demonstrations about how you can use Nosby to create templates for recurring projects um, so that each time you do it, it's it's all there, all the subtasks and everything ready to go, and even share them with other Nosby users. So I love it. I use it. I think you're going to like it. To set up your 30-day free Nosby Pro trial, go to nosby.com slash woman, and that's N-O-Z-B-E dot com slash woman. Nosby Pro gives you two accounts for the price of one, so you can try that out. If you decide you love it as much as I do and you want to keep going with the Pro Edition after the 30-day trial ends, you can simply use the coupon code WOMAN to save 10% on your subscription price. 
Thank you so much to Nosby for supporting the productive woman. Okay, so this week's topic. Uh, I was thinking about, uh, and I forget now what triggered this thought in my mind, but I thought if I just had 30 minutes to tell someone the productivity principles that I think are most important, the things that I think they most need to know to live meaningful, productive lives, what would those be? Well, you know, it's kind of hard to, to narrow it down to 30 minutes or so, but that's in a way kind of what I try to do every week on this show. But um, this time I wanted to talk about, uh, as I thought through, what are the most important things that I try to sort of organize my life by that I thought would be helpful to you? And so I came up with five principles, um, I don't want to call them rules because that's that's not what I mean for them to be, but basically principles that I try to live my life by in terms of getting stuff done that I think are really important. And then I'll share, you know, for each of them, a, a tool or a resource that I have found valuable in in implementing that tool or, or I mean, that principle in my life. So... So let's go right into it. The number one, and, and, you know, this won't be, that won't come as a surprise to you if you've listened to the show for very long, because it's anytime anybody asks me, what's the number one rule? This is the one I'm going to say. Number one, write everything down. It, it is absolutely the number one most important productivity rule. It's the most important thing I can do to free up my brain to think deeper or more creative thoughts to avoid the stress and the embarrassment of, you know, missed appointments or forgotten commitments or lost information. So if you can only institute one new habit to start improving your productivity and your peace of mind today, it should be this one. Simply write everything down. So what do I mean by everything? What kinds of things um, should be written down? Well, you know, the obvious things, appointments. Uh, and, And I do those when I write down an appointment, I'll put the address if it's somewhere I'm going, or, you know, the conference room if it's at work, the phone number if I'm going somewhere where I might need to get in touch with somebody. Uh, those all go in my calendar. Phone numbers or addresses go into my contacts list as soon as I get them. Instead of carrying around little pieces of paper or, um, you know, post-it notes or business cards, they go into my contacts list. So everything is there. Those should always be written down. Projects and tasks that I need to do. Potential projects and tasks that I might want to do. Ideas or quotes that I don't want to forget that inspire me or make me think. Birthdays. So, you know, for instance, if a client or a colleague or a friend mentions their birthday or their child's birthday, I I put it in my calendar. Or if they have, you know, a friend or a client has a baby, I put the birthdays in my calendar and set them up as a recurring annual event with a reminder to ping me a few days beforehand so I can get a gift or a card if that's appropriate or, or at least send a happy birthday email. Um, so, you know, those are just a few of the things that I write down. Basically any thought that comes to mind, any piece of information, any idea, it all gets written down. I don't try to hold any of it in my brain because I, it just doesn't work for me. Uh, it, 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 you know, we've talked about in the past about how that sort of is a distraction and it uses up brain power that can be used for better things. I've talked in, um, 
in previous episodes about the tools that I use. You can check those episodes out. And remember, there's also the the free digital toolbox, um, a PDF that you can download for free that lists some of my favorite apps. Uh, and you can get that at theproductivewoman.com slash favorite apps. So, you know, check that out. But real quickly, the, the tools that I basically use for a calendar, and again, every time-specific appointment goes in there. I use BusyCal on my Mac, Calendars 5 on my iOS devices, and I use Outlook's calendar on my Windows-based PC at the law office. Uh, I have to use that there because it's, you know, firm-wide. Fortunately, they all sync with each other, so I can see at a glance where I'm supposed to be, whether it's a business appointment, a family appointment, or, you know, any, any of those sorts of things. So those are the calendars I use. For task manager, you know, your basic to-do list, every project or task goes in there as soon as I think of it, even if it's just a task to decide whether to do X. Maybe I have an idea that, hmm, maybe I'd like to do, you know, something. I will put, if, if it's something I think I might want to do, I'll put a, a task on my in my to-do list, my task manager that just says, decide whether to do whatever that thing is. Remember, you don't have to do everything you put in your task manager. It's a tool. It's not your boss. You're capturing things. You're writing everything down, whether, you know, if it's paper or digital, whatever, you're getting it in there um, as you think of it. So you can get it out of your mind. You don't have to use any brain cells trying to remember it. It's just to have it there so that during your regular review time, and you do have a review time, right? I'm going to do an episode about that coming up here pretty soon. Um, But they're there so you can look at them, and it's absolutely okay during your review time to decide, hey, you know what, I'm not going to do this, and then you delete it. I'm mostly using Nosby these days, and not just because they're a sponsor. I was, as I said, using it long before they even knew who I was or, you know, knew what the productive woman is, but use whatever works for you, even a notebook or some three by five cards in your purse or pocket. Just get those things written down. Um, I use an app called drafts on my iPhone, uh, for random idea capture. Uh, you know, when I have a thought that I'm not sure, you know, what I'm going to do with it, I'll stick it in there and then I can process it later. I also keep a small notebook in my purse and one on, uh, on my bedside or in the drawer on my bedside table for capturing ideas or thoughts when I don't want to use my phone. And as you've heard me say before, I use Evernote constantly. This is where I save documents that I want to refer to later. And because Evernote has uh, little browser extensions, if I see an article in, you know, on a website that I think might be a, a good resource for an episode or just something I want to read later, I can save that to Evernote. I I save um, everything in there from receipts for business expenses to photos of our vehicle, uh, the little VIN number play, um, tag that's inside the windshield and, and also copies of the license plates in case I ever need to refer to them. Cause sometimes when you check in in a hotel, for instance, they want to know, well, what's your license plate? I've got it, a picture of it in there. Uh, I'll, I'll take sometimes photos of my parking place at the airport, or if I'm at a big busy mall, to save the effort of wandering around trying to remember where I put my car. 
I keep a running list of ideas for topics for this show in Evernote. And I, you know, whenever I have an idea for a a potential topic or a listener sends me an email or posts something on Facebook suggesting a topic, it all goes in there. Basically, Evernote is my digital external brain. And, um, you know, maybe at some point I'll do an episode that kind of digs in deeper into how it works and how to use it best and, and and why I use it. But, uh, if you don't use it already, it's certainly something worth checking out. There'll be links, a link in the show notes. Uh, okay. So that's number one. The number one principle, uh, for productivity, uh, is write everything down. Number two is a little more hmm, philosophical, maybe, you know, if productivity, as we talk about it on this show, is about doing the things that produce the kind of life you want, then the very first step toward productivity is to know where you're going and what you want. Um, and what I mean by that is, is we, in order to be truly productive, not just checking stuff off a list, but living that life that matters. And, and as we've said before, um, living, living our, ordering our life in such a way as to maximize our positive impact on the world around us. In order to do that, we have to take some time, spend time to think about who, who you are, who you want to be, what kind of life you want to create for yourself and for the people that you love. Nobody can do everything, but there is time to do the things that matter most if you know what those things are for you. And nobody can tell you that except you. So it's a huge, uh, important principle. And it's so easy to be um, set aside, ignored, or forgotten about in our crazy, busy 21st century life where we're just go, go, go all the time. And we, and I'll talk about this in a minute, uh, you know, but the, the whole go, go, go all the time may get us somewhere, but how to, you know, it, it might not be where we want to end up. We, just like if you're going to go on vacation, I, I guess you can get in the car and just drive, but how, how are you going to get to a place that gives you the kind of rest and recreation that you want if you haven't decided where you're going? Okay. And that's why this is kind of number, the number two on my list, how important it is to know where you want to go and what you want out of your life. And a couple of things I think about here, something that's been very influential. I've talked about it before. Um, and you know, I did an episode kind of talking about it in a little more depth, episode 32, but it's the principles I've learned, I learned, or that were, I guess, kind of made more vital to me in the book, in Greg McKeon's book, um, Essentialism. And I'm not going to go into detail because we did do that whole episode 32 about it, but I do encourage you to read it if you haven't or reread it if you have. I've already read it a couple of times. In the book, he describes a way of living that's premised on knowing what matters most to you. That's the first step. Re, uh, thinking through that, knowing what matters most to you, and then pairing everything else down to the true essentials. And I mean, pairing down activities and commitments, possessions, everything down to what's truly essential. And as he says in the book, and I thought this is such a great quote, and it's it's a real fundamental idea for, for this book, 
the over and for life, really, you know, uh, he says the overwhelming reality is we live in a world where almost everything is worthless and a very few things are exceptionally valuable. Figure out what those few things are for you and build your life around them. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say about this, about this sort of knowing where you're going and what you want is it takes time and it's worth the time to create a life plan based on your own values and priorities. I talked about some of this in earlier episodes, um, such as way back in episode two, where we talked about the, the process of establishing your guide, what I call guiding principles, um, figure out what those are, um, create that life plan. You know, and I'm not talking about a minute by minute plan, but take that look, you know, go through the process to look out on the horizon and think, where do I want to end up? And what, what's my path to getting there? And then make time periodically to um, review your life and make sure you're spending your time, your energy, um, and your money in ways that are consistent with the values that you hold. One new tool that I'm looking forward to looking into more for some guidelines on creating a life plan, check out Michael Hyatt's new book, Living Forward. It just came out, um, I think, a week ago as I'm recording this, and it's based on the the sort of life plan set goal setting book, um, ebook that he had done a few years ago, but here he's gone into more depth and, and I just received my copy at last, late last week. So it looks great and he always does excellent work. So something to think about. So number one being, uh, the, the number one principle for this episode is write everything down. Number two is to know where you're going and what you want. Number three is take some action every day toward at least one of your, your long-term or medium goals. One thing, you know, and here small steps count. Tiny, tiny steps taken consistently can lead to huge accomplishments. And I, I love the quote, and I've shared this before. I, I forget, I think I saw it on Facebook once months ago, and it stuck with me that no matter how slow you're going, you're still lapping everyone who's sit, still sitting on the couch. So we need to uh, give ourselves permission to take those tiny steps, but to do something, some, no matter how small, every day towards one of your goals. Now, that assumes that you know you have some goals, you've set some goals, and it goes back to this, you've created this life plan, you know what your guiding principles are, you have some long-term goals that you're trying to work toward, um, uh, you know, in the short term, and do some little thing every day towards at least one of those. You know, for me, one example, uh, you know, on this whole concept of doing, you know, taking small steps, personally, I've been working on uh, getting back into a workout routine for, for several months. I haven't been able to work out at all due to a, a, a pain, serious pain coming from a, a pinched nerve in my back. And, uh, it's, I still deal with some pain pretty regularly, but I'm at least not completely incapacitated. So, so in order to get back in that routine, I have a daily task to get on my elliptical for just 10 minutes, 10 minutes a day. And, you know, there's a part of me that thinks, oh, that's not what, that doesn't seem worth it. But you know what? 10 minutes is better than no activity. 10 minutes is easy to fit in, into my schedule. I have no excuse. Any, I can always find 10 minutes to get on there. 
And doing it for 10 minutes sort of shoehorns it into my schedule and gets me back into the routine and the mindset of doing something active each day. And so as I get back into it, I can, you know, add a few minutes each day and then a few minutes more until I'm back up to the 30 to 45 minutes a day that I was doing before. So, you know, tiny steps. So that's one thing. One tool that I'm using on this for this um, to implement this principle of taking some action every day is a little app called Do D U E, and this is iOS. And I didn't take a cha- uh, the time to look and see if it's available on on for Android, but I'm guessing there's something similar if if this isn't there. I think it costs maybe five dollars, and basically it's a little reminder app that you can very, very quickly set up either a one-time or recurring reminders to do certain things to help create and then solidify habits that you want to develop. And once you, once I've put it in there and set it up, it pings me at the time I've specified and then keeps pinging me every so often until I mark it done. And you can, um, you can set it to start going off when, at whatever time you want, and you can set the intervals um, as to how often it, you know, if you, want, if you want it to keep pinging you every five minutes, every 15 minutes, every hour, whatever. It's, it, it's a real flexible little app. And so I'm using it to, like I said, get back into certain habits. I use it to remind me to do my 10 minutes on the elliptical, I have another reminder to get down on the floor and do just 10 crunches. Uh, I have a reminder to take my vitamins because I, you know, I, I need to do that and I always forget. But so this, I'm getting back in the habit because this keeps reminding me. So it's a real useful tool uh, for um, creating habits, helping you create habits. Uh, I also have a, a another thing I'm doing on this issue of taking some action every day toward at least one of your long-term goals is I have created a recurring daily task in Nosby um, that just says, do something today to promote my law practice. You know, so one of my, one of my goals or, you know, objectives is to be, um, to maintain a, a productive and successful law practice. I have to have clients. I have to make sure they know that I'm here and what I can do. And so, you know, if you want to call it marketing or promotion or whatever to, I can, I can't, and this is true of probably any profession or any service type profession or a lot of jobs. I could be the best lawyer in the world and just sit in my office all day and just do work, do work, do work. But if nobody knows I'm there or they don't think of me when they have work that needs to get done, I'm not going to have much of a practice. So uh, marketing is not my strong suit. I don't like selling myself or anything else. Um, and so this is some a habit that I want to create And so the, like I said, the reminder is just do something today to promote my law practice. And it comes up every, every morning and it sits there looking at me until I check off that I've done it. And it might be, there's no parameters there. It can be something, you know, going back to the the earlier thing, it might be something very small. So it might be uh, just send an email to a client with an article I saw that would be of interest to them or call a client to check in with them. It might be, you know, to write a post for my law blog 
or it might be schedule lunch with a colleague or a lawyer that another lawyer that I know who might be a good person to cross for, for cross referrals, but just something. So you, you know, that's just a something I want to make sure that I'm thinking of that. And so I've created that task. You can do the same. Just have a reminder that comes up every day and pings you and reminds you that it might be do something today to improve my health. And that could be any number of things. Maybe go for a walk around the block, maybe drink some more water, whatever, but something. It might be do something today to build my uh, my marriage. And so, you know, any number of things. I just, I forget where I first heard that suggested. And I just thought it was such a great idea and definitely worth um, doing. And it's, I'm finding it really helpful. So that's number three, take some action every day toward at least one of your long-term or medium-term goals. Number four is busy and productive are not the same thing. And I kind of referred to this earlier, you know, it's in, in 21st century society, it's almost a badge of honor to be, you know, saying, oh, I'm so busy. Um, but productivity is about getting the things done that matter most to you, about making progress toward your goals and about living in a way that's consistent with your values and your highest priority. It's not about going 100 miles an hour all day long, especially if you're going in the wrong direction or just going around in circles. Busy does not equal productive. Uh, to be productive, your activity has to have a goal in mind, a target, and be moving you in the direction that you want to go. So a couple of things I do to implement this is a regular review of my calendar and my project lists. And I ask myself, is the way I'm spending my time actually producing results? Is it helping me move in the direction I want my life to go? So that's important to take that time and think about that. Another uh, thing th that I do or, or keep in mind that we should keep in mind in this whole idea of busy and productive not being equivalent is knowing when and to what you should say no. Say no to perfectionism that paralyzes you. Say no to commitments that don't advance your goals or serve your values and priorities. Say no to multitasking because it doesn't work and it actually damages your brain's ability to do the kind of focused thinking that's necessary for innovation and creativity. Say no to doing things out of guilt or fear. We get, and we've talked about this in previous episodes as well, and I'm talking to myself here too, we, we get crazy busy because we won't say no to anybody because we feel guilty if we say no or we're afraid people won't like us or I, I, afraid we're going to miss out. All that, you know, we've talked about that in a previous episode. So we need to learn when and, and what we should be saying no to. Remember that less is more. Small and simple is good, and this, this applies to um, uh, the stuff we keep in our homes. It, it applies to the systems and the tools we use for productivity. Um, use a su sufficient task management system to capture every task, project, and potential project, but don't let it overwhelm you on the day-to-day. Be, you can be simple on the day-to-day. -day. We, we, I already talked in item, you know, the first item today 
about, um, you know, capturing everything. But don't, it, it, you can simplify it for your day-to-day. Have that there to refer to, to capture those ideas and to look at. But if it's too much, if it's overwhelming you on your day-to-day, then use a post-it note or a three-by-five card to just write down your three MITs, your most important tasks, just three things that you want to do today. And just look at that, you know, going back to our the item three or number three of today of this episode, make sure at least one of them is something that relates to one of your important goals, but, but just three. Okay. If you complete those and you have the time and the energy to do more, then get your comprehensive task manager out, scan the list and choose a couple more. But make your, it's not about being busy. It's about being productive in the sense of doing the things that matter. And finally, number five, and I, I just think this is so important for all of us to remember, and I have to continually remind myself of this. Who we are matters far, far more than what we do. What we do, and I've said this again also in the past, we are not what we do. What we do matters. The world needs what we do. The world needs what you do, what you're capable of, your gifts and your talents, but you are not what you do. And who we are is much more important than what we do. So we need to make time in our, you know, in our days, in our weeks, in our months to do the things that help us learn and grow as a person. Hang out with people who lift you up, who encourage you, who challenge your thinking, who support your dreams and your actions toward making those dreams come true, who inspire you to dig deeper and reach higher. Find those people, spend your time with those people and not the people who tell you you can't do that thing or you shouldn't do that thing. Make time for reading things that inspire and challenge and improve you. Uh, and, and there's a whole spectrum of things that that might be. It might, if you're a person of faith or, or a spiritual person, it might be the Bible or other spiritual texts that are important to you. It might be well-written fiction or informative and thought-provoking nonfiction. Find things that inspire you, that challenge you, that make you think and improve you as a person. Some books that I've appreciated lately, and I've mentioned some of these recently, Uh, One of them is The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, a really, really good book about how habits are formed, how our brain works, and how you can create new habits to make yourself, uh, to improve your life. Uh, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, who is a, you know, an expert on the subjects of shame and um, vulnerability. And this book, Daring Greatly, is uh, I'm in the middle of reading it. And, you know, you may have already read it. It's been around for a while, but I just hadn't read it yet. And really finding it uh, thought-provoking and and inspiring. The Coaching Habit by Michael Bungay Stanier. And I, you know, I'm S-T-A-N-I-E-R. I'll put links in the show notes to these books really interesting book about leadership and a different approach to leadership. Cal Newport's book, Deep Work, which I'm reading right now and really finding, um, again, thought-provoking. 
once I finish these books, next on my list, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes, the producer of a, a lot of very popular television shows, and Michael Hyatt's new book that I mentioned earlier, Living Forward, about uh, having purpose in, in a direction for your life. So those are some books that I've found really um, are making my life better because they make me think and they inspire me. I'd be real interested to know what books you've read lately that have inspired you or made you think. Shoot me an email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or you know, go to the Facebook page and post there cause, or, or in the comments for this show uh, because I really, I'm always looking for books that will uh, help me be a better person. Same kind of thing, you can listen to audiobooks that challenge you or podcasts that make you think or encourage you to a better mindset. Uh, as, as a person who struggles with uh, a tendency to imagine worst-case scenarios and get kind of discouraged, I've been getting a lot of benefit from Brooke Castillo's Life Coach School podcast. And I've mentioned it before, it's not just a, a podcast for people who want to be life coaches. It's uh, really got a, a lot of stuff that really can help you get a handle on your own thinking. The The bottom line is to make space in your life, spa physical space, mental space, for uh, the kind of thinking that's necessary for true understanding, for meaningful growth, and for creative accomplishment. And And so that you can become the kind of person you want to be and remembering that who we are matters more than what we do and, and investing in our personal growth is a good use of our time and our resources. So those are the five principles that I, I thought of that I you know wanted to be able to share. If, if somebody asked me what are the most important, right now these are the ones I'd say they are. Write everything down know where you're going and what you want, take some action every day toward at least one of your goals, remember that busy and productive are not the same thing, and who we are matters much more than what we do. So what do you think? Uh, do any of those resonate with you? Are there other principles that maybe you would, uh, you would suggest are as being valuable as well? I'd love to hear from you on this, so please feel free to ask your questions, share your thoughts by um, either in the show notes or the comment section of the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 81, or you can also go to the Productive Woman's Facebook page and post there. If you'd like to share your thoughts with me privately, you can always email those to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, or you can leave a voice message either on the website or on the Facebook page. Uh, I want to remind you that if you like this show, if you think this is a good, this episode is helpful or previous ep episodes are helpful, uh, there are a couple of ways you can help me spread the word. You can tell a friend who might enjoy it and show her or him how to subscribe. If you want to really have a, a broader impact, you can also, and I would appreciate very much if you would, leave a review of the podcast in iTunes or on Stitcher. Um, it's very easy to do. There are links in the show notes, uh, or you can go to theproductivewoman.com slash iTunes, and that'll take you right to where you can leave a quick review. I want to say a special thank you to 
a couple of folks um, had a couple of really nice reviews from folks in the UK recently. Uh, one of them is, um, I love the names people choose for their, for their uh, usernames. Uh, Root, Root Toot from the UK calls it a definite must listen to podcast. This person says, I love this podcast. I found it in December and I'm slowly working my way backwards. It's always filled to the brim with excellent, easy to do advice and tips on how to become more productive. Really love that. Uh, this person also gave a couple of uh, words of constructive criticism that I found very valuable. And you can read those if you want to go to iTunes and, and see in the review page. Also from the UK, this is Rami said, um, it's said, don't be fooled by the title of Laura's podcast. She provides so much value regardless of if you're a man or a woman. Laura makes me stop and think about what I've got going on and where I can be more efficient each and every episode. So thanks so much to both, uh, both of these, uh, for both of these reviews. Uh, we did a, a blab, that international productivity blab with, uh, that I co-hosted with Priscy Livenet from France and Julie Sharanosher from uh, Israel did one recently on decluttering, and I'm going to share the, the content of that in an upcoming episode, but you can um, watch the replay if you want. It's kind of unedited and raw, or sign up uh, to get notices of, of future blabs that I'm doing either with them or otherwise by going to blab.im slash Laura McMom. And again, link in the show notes. If you've got an event coming up or a woman, you know, a woman's group meeting or retreats or different things like that, I, and would like a speaker about productivity related topics, I'd love to be considered for that. If I can add value Shoot me an email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or give me a call at 972-638-0308 and we can talk about how I can maybe help. And one last thing, um, I am planning, I've been thinking about different ways to serve you better or make more options available to you. And one of the things that I'm planning to do in the coming year is to start a Productive Woman Mastermind group. This would be a small group of women, a very small group of women, committed to becoming more productive, making lives that matter, and encouraging each other in that process. And we would meet um, either weekly or every other week, probably via Skype. There'll be more information to come. But if that sounds like something you might be interested in, please email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and put mastermind in the subject line and let me know of your interest and, uh, you know, no commitment that you have to make at this point. But I'd, be, I'd like to know uh, how much interest there is in this. Yeah, for general information about what a mastermind group is, you can check out an article that I'll link to in the show notes called What is a Mastermind Group? and that'll help you out. Finally, remember to check out our sponsor by taking advantage of the 30-day free trial of Nosby Pro at nosby.com woman. And that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. I really appreciate you spending this time with me. I hope you found it useful. I would love your feedback. So, you know, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other.
hand to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.